Welcome back to QT with a pod. Hey everyone, I'm back. Um, I had to take a break because, well, for a plethora of things. One, I was overwhelmed with life in general, so I had to put the podcast on the burner, on the back burner for a minute. Secondly, I felt myself recording. So I recorded an episode in advance. So I had an episode ready technically for last week. But I, when I listened to it, I just didn't feel it. I just didn't feel it. So I decided to take a break and get myself back together. And now I'm back. So thank you for waiting. Thank you for um, listening, catching up. I know some of you had to catch up. I definitely saw a jump in the numbers. Um, okay. Um, my dog just walked in and started sniffing the mic. So I definitely saw a jump in the numbers. So I appreciate you guys going to catch up with everything. Make sure that you are following at QT with the pod on Instagram. And you are having these conversations on Instagram with people in me, of course. Um, and yeah, if you're listening on Apple podcasts, make sure to rate review and subscribe. So rate me five stars, review the podcast as well. So this is going to help me gain more visibility on that app. If you're on Spotify, make sure you subscribe as well. And I think we are done with all of the house cleaning stuff. Let's get into this episode. So today we're going to be talking about the problems with dating in the 21st century. Um, and then when I, when I was thinking of this topic idea, I was like, sis, you haven't lived in the 20th century. Well, I have lived. You haven't dated in the 20th century or the 19th century. So of course, these are all pure assumptions, um, based off media, of course, um, my personal experience and talking to older people about dating in previous generations as well. So I'm sure we see it everywhere. So Um, dating, just to give you some, I guess, insight to my life about my dating. Right now, I am not dating anyone exclusively. Um, I'm talking to people, but, um, no one, no one's captured my attention, you know, for me to be like, yep, I'm going to zero in on you. So yeah, everything's casual. Of course, it has to be super casual because we are in a global pandemic, Um, I know some people are out there living their best lives, going to the club and everything. I see you. Um, and and not to say that I don't go out because I definitely go out, but I'm more cautious about who I'm around, what activity we're doing. So things like that. But for the people who are out there living their best life, like, that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. So yeah, right now I can because all of us have time to sit back and reflect. So just sitting back and reflecting on thinking like where things are going wrong. So I've come up with three problems and I'm sure there are so many other problems. And actually I have some of the problems that you guys listed. I asked on Instagram. So I will go over those later in the episode, but I'm going to just talk about the three problems that I see. And when you are listening to this, think, do you agree? Do you disagree? Um, is there anything I missed? Of course, there's something I missed. Let me know what I missed. So add to my list. So number one, we have way too many options right now. So in the age of the internet, we can get on the internet and literally click and get whatever we want. The same goes with dating. We can now get on a dating app 
and swipe, 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 and send messages to people. We can get on Instagram. We can respond to people's stories. We can slide into their DMs saying, oh, that's tasty. That looks tasty. Where'd you get that from? Little stupid stuff like that. So, I mean, right now, you can literally access any one you want, essentially. So, with having too many options, like, why would you want to settle? And granted, we shouldn't have to settle. And it makes me think about this TikTok I saw um, on TikTok, this TikTok, I saw on TikTok, um, about this, there's, it's a trend. So there are people and they like say there are 10 billion people in the world. What makes you think your soulmate is in Southwest Houston? So with that mentality, like, it's just like, okay, I'm not going to limit my search. I'm not going to limit my possibilities because literally I can look on the entire world. I can find my soulmate on TikTok. So with all of these options, it also leads to us having higher expectations for people. Um, So high that they may be unrealistic. And I'm talking, I'm speaking for myself. Like sometimes I sit and look at, I guess, what my ideal mate looks like and feels like and like certain expectations I have for that ideal mate. And I'm just like, I don't even have all of these things. So... I mean, I'm not just knocking people off my list because they are not six foot seven, but do I prefer my husband to be six foot seven? Of course. Um, But you expect now because you have so many options and you know that you can, that your perfect person is quote unquote possibly out there, you are going to keep hunting and hunting, I guess, until you find that perfect person. And this also reminds me of a conversation I was having with one of my friends um, in regards to dating apps. So one day we were just talking and she was just like, we don't take dating apps seriously. So how would we find um, a relationship on dating apps? And I mean, that is true. Like, I mean, how many of us get on dating apps and just swipe out of boredom? I know I do it. When I talk on the phone with my friends, I'm like, oh, let me get on this dating app and see who said something to me. Let me see who's on there. It's purely a social activity or something to add to conversation with your friends because you could run out of things to talk about in quarantine. Let's be honest. You can't keep talking about what you're watching on TV. You have no real life experiences to actually talk about. Um, So, yeah, sometimes you do it out of boredom. And that actually caused me to delete um, my dating apps this past week because it was getting to the point I didn't want to go on there at all. I literally did not want to see who said something to me. When I did, it was, I wasn't taking it seriously. So I had to delete it. But this friend who I was talking about, she was she compared like the dating app experience to hunting for a job like on Indeed. So I am not saying that everyone needs to have the same amount of seriousness. But if it's something that you really want, you do put effort into it, right? If we want a new job, we are updating our resume. We're asking people to look over our cover letter. We are putting serious effort into that. And I couldn't see myself putting that much effort into my dating app profile or even um, searching for someone on a dating app like that. So yeah, we have too many options 
too many options are leading to higher expectations. And sometimes those expectations can kind of burn us out, I guess. Yeah. All right. Number two, and I want to do a full episode on this one, so I'm not going to go into too much detail about this one, but ghosting is now a norm, okay? We ghost people like it's nothing. I I have ghosted, and I recently got ghosted um, a couple months ago, and I was I was super hurt. I was like, dang, this is how people feel when I just stop talking to them for no reason, like no explanation, So I definitely took a hard look at myself after being ghosted. But now it's gotten to the point where if you don't like someone or if they're not meeting all of your expectations, you will literally just walk away from that person without talking to them, communicating like, hey, you did this and I didn't like that. Or, hey, I thought I was ready, but I'm really not. Just simple, I guess, respect for each other is something that we've lost. So I will have another episode coming up where I go into detail about why I've ghosted in the past um, and what happened when somebody finally ghosted me. I got to taste my own medicine. Um, so that is number two. And then the third reason I think we are failing as a generation at relationships and dating is that we want to have a strategy for every little thing. Um, Nothing can happen organically because we are fearful of being judged. So you need to be strategic about what you text this person, how often you text them, how long you take to respond. Um, Are you going to be late for the first date? Are you going to pick up the phone when they call the first time? Uh, The list can go on and on and on. And I am guilty of all of these things because I will call my friends and be like, he texted me this. What should I say? Or, oh, he texted me. I'm going to wait three hours to respond. So, I mean, it can be viewed as one, playing a game or two, being strategic. But to the person who is being strategic, they think they're strategic. But to the person receiving the strategy, they think it's a game. I hope that made sense. But yeah, being too strategic about everything and not feeling comfortable with emotions, I guess, has made us, it's, it's hindering everyone. Um, And I think, for instance, Erica Mena just posted a video earlier this week about how people said Safari's corny. And then she went on to elaborate, like, people are saying Safari's corny because he's happy and he expresses emotion and he's really carefree. And stuff like that. And that is true. Like we will, we will really say someone's corny because they are enjoying themselves and dancing and I guess going against what a quote unquote man should be. So now everybody wants to have this hard exterior and just make it seem like "Mm, I'm not too phased by anything. Whatever happens, happens. So yeah, those are my three problems with dating in the 21st century. Another one that I was thinking of, but I couldn't elaborate on it too much, is like people feeling like they need to have it all together before they um, can get into a relationship. So I think this is more common with, no, it's it's men and women, I think, generally speaking. 
Um, so for instance, people thinking I need to have like 50K in the bank or I need to have this, this and this in line before I get into a relationship. And while I completely agree, you should be a full, complete, like whole person, happy with yourself, um, happy with the things you have and the things you bring to a relationship. Sometimes I think that we take it to another level and we're just like, nope, I don't have time to date because I need to focus on this. And that that could be just an individual thing because maybe some people feel like they can't multitask. You're in a sense multitasking when you're in a relationship. But yeah, I feel like you have you are going to like if you get into a long term relationship and you eventually get married, like the relationship will never be the only thing you focus on. You will still have to worry about work. You will still have to worry about possibly kids, pets. The list goes on and on. So, yeah, I think maybe that is also another thing. People are so worried about, quote unquote, getting themselves together before they get into a relationship. So those are my three and a half problems with dating and now I just want to go over the responses that you guys shared with me all right so number one someone said I can't meet a guy to save my life nor do men approach me so it sounds like this person is saying they can't meet people and men do not approach them either all right second person said the stigma of online dating I agree with this one. I do want to talk about this actually in a full episode. Online dating is there. We all know it's there, but there's still this stigma around it. I even remember the first guy I met from a dating app and was dating and I told my mom about him. I felt so uncomfortable telling my mom that I met him on a dating app because, whoo, child, judgment, the judgment. But I eventually told her that, you know, hey, Hey sis, I'm using dating apps. And of course, you know, she hit me with the, oh, I guess you must be desperate. So I just had to get over that. So there's definitely a stigma with online dating. Let's talk about that. Next, too much texting, too little warm interactions. We need meaningful conversations. I completely agree with this. Like people love to text and I hate texting. I am the friend that will literally pick up the phone or I send voice messages I'm not going to sit there and tip, tip, tap, tap my fingers all day. I just can't. Um, When I do text, I definitely use my computer. So I have my text messages and my WhatsApp and Instagram. I will, if you see me typing a long message to you, just know that I type that on a computer and not with my fingers. So yeah, we literally, there is no feeling in texting. You can't get to know people when you're texting especially on dating apps like when you start talking to people like it's messaging back and forth on the app and it gets a little annoying that's triggering to me that's that's one of the primary reasons I can't be do dating apps because I can't sit there and text someone all day back and forth um yes meaningful conversations as well just to add on to that like the hey how was your day um if it leads somewhere sure like not everyone can build a conversation off hey how was your day I know personally not to brag on myself but I'm a good conversationalist like I like to talk to people so I can build something off of that but not everyone is capable of it um another person said they don't want to deal with the hassle of getting to know people and then realizing you were better off without them So my response to that is, um, 
that shouldn't stop you from dating. Like dating and getting into a relationship and getting married is, it's just a matter of trial and error. Like you have to meet people. You have, that helps you realize what you like and what you don't like. I mean, that's the entire process. So I don't, I wouldn't consider getting to know people as a problem with dating. Um, And then realizing you were better off knowing them. What are those people doing to you that you were better off not knowing them? Like, okay, next, a lack of trust, creating a specific prototype of the partner you want. Um, So this was two. So one was lack of trust. Um, I agree that is a problem with the dating. I think that that is tied into when I said that there's so much strategy in us dating. So we don't trust our own feelings in a sense, and we don't trust other people. So we have to strategize every single thing we do. Um, And then this person also said creating a specific prototype of the partner you want. For example, he or she must have a nice car, a certain salary. And that is that is the same thing as um, having too many options and too many options leading to higher slash unrealistic expectations. Um, another person said, (laughs) so again, just to clarify, the question was, what are some problems with dating minus Corona? This person said men. Okay. So we, I would love to talk to that person. What, what, what did men do? And what did you do? Um, someone else said money. I'm curious about that one. So I'm wondering if that's connected to when I said, you know, some people want to attain a certain status or have certain things before they get into a relationship. Um, Next, underlying intentions. People aren't real these days. Um, So, yeah, I can see that one as well. People not being upfront with what they actually want from that interaction with you. And then finally, people forcing a connection that's not there. This one's real. People will literally try to force something. It's like, bro, do you not do you not not feel this? Because I don't feel it. So yeah, that is all very well. All very real. All right, perfect. So thank you guys so much for listening. And make sure you follow me at QT with a pod. Let me know what are some other problems with dating that I didn't mention because... I can guarantee you I did not mention all of them. Thank you so much. I hope you guys stay safe, stay blessed. Love you. Bye.